Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Bubbly with Taylor and Allegra. We're glad to have you here. We have a, we have actually, we're, we're gonna do a little bit of a series, I think, mm -hmm. for our next couple of episodes because we wanna dive into uh, the, the big topic of friendship. Yeah, I think it's so fitting on the heels of Valentine's Day and all of the like love and pomp and circumstance and like, yeah effort that goes into romantic relationships but wanting to spend some of that same effort and thought and just brain space on like platonic friendships especially as we get deeper into our 30s exploring yeah. what that means for means for us yeah um so we are gonna we'll dive into that here in a little bit but i'm ready for this glass of wine Absolutely. And I think we just said that like, this is going to be like, this is like the perfect bottle of wine for our friendship episode. It really, honestly, yeah, it really it is. I didn't is. think of it that way. It was just like what we, what I really wanted you to try. Um, let's see if I can, oh fuck. Well, it is. Uh, in there. Oh, it's going to be so hard to put back. Uh, we have a bottle of Lenoir from our friends at Austin Winery. They did a collaboration with Lenoir, the restaurant here in Austin, Texas, off of South First, one of our favorite happy hour spots. Um, it's good. And actually, before I drank this bottle of wine, before I went to Austin Winery, I did not know that Lenoir was a type of grape. Mm. Yeah, so Lenoir, the restaurant, is told me that. Yeah. named after the grape. And this is 100% Lenoir grapes um, from Texas Hill Country. They only produce 24 cases. And you got two. I got two bottles of the, of the 24, 24 cases. cases because I. I had it um, when I was there on a so random Sunday, and I loved it. So you had three of the 24 cases. Three bottles from the 24 cases. I know, but that's still like That's a good a percentage. percentage. That's a good percentage. <laughs> I'm no math wizard, but that's a percentage. <laughs> when I went to go buy it, they were like, oh, do you like know about that? I was like, I came last that's week and I had it. it. Um, but it's, it's so funky and interesting. So it's a pet yeah. knot, actually, and it is very light in color, um, but like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like full, like it's like fruity full bodied, but yeah. fizzy. Fizzy. Like it comes with yeah. like a beer bottle cap. And when you pour it, it was like foaming up. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm a really big fan of it. I like, I do tend to go for more natural funky wines at this point in yeah. my life. And I think that this very much qualifies as 100%. one of those. So, it's really good. What were your first thoughts about this Lenoir wine? I liked it, I, or I do like it. Um, I, the first sip I had, it was not chilled. And so mm. it was very much like, it was like hitting the taste buds where um, I normally get tingles when I eat like sour candy. Mm. Um, it was just very tart and like fizzy. Um, but then I put an ice cube in it and it's delicious and now we're chilling it so I won't need more ice cubes. It's really good. Good. I'm so glad you like This like is it. honestly like maybe one of my top five to ten bottles of wine that I've ever, like types I've ever had. I don't know. Like there's something about it yeah. that just really... It's different. It's very and different. that's what makes it special. Yeah, I think it is. And I got it during their library sale so it, like they, again, they're not making more of this. Yeah. Um, like a limited time thing and it was just like really cool and fun to drink, so I, I really enjoy it. So this is what we're cheersing with. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, clinkety clink. Thank what you. are we cheersing to this week, Allegra? Um, cheersing to, why don't you go first? Cause I think I'm still trying to okay. narrow mine down. 
Um, my cheers of the week is honestly today. Yeah. So we are recording this on Monday, President's Day, a few days before this episode goes out. And I had a day off of work and I had a great fucking day. Yeah. I woke up late. We met for lunch earlier at this new restaurant on Lake Austin, which was beautiful. The yeah. food was amazing. Called Kinsey. Kinsey. I went to my favorite bookstore. I bought some books. I met a friend for happy hour, had some amazing drinks that at another new restaurant. <laughs> now we're here doing this. It's like so many of my favorite things all in one day. Yeah. So like today, honestly, like this it's like such a simple, it, this is my choice. I'm having a great day and I'm very uh, grateful that I get to have days like this. I love that. What's your cheers of the week? My cheers is, um, huh, probably that I got to have crawfish this weekend. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I went Ooh. to... Uh, uh, crawfish, as some of y'all might know, is kind of this season was a rough season for crawfish. Like, why they is had, it a rough season? Because I think with the weather, like it oh. was just like there was a loss of crawfish, like crop. The, the communities, I don't know. Yeah, what's her um, But because of that, crawfish, there's a little bit of a scarcity, and because of the scarcity, the folks that do have crawfish for sale, it's money sign, money sign, money sign. Mm -hmm. um, so my boyfriend and I, who he, Adam's from Louisiana, he's a big crawfish aficionado. He was, we were looking, we called Shoal Creek to find out the price of the crawfish. And they said it was $18 a pound. And like for people which, maybe who don't know, is absurd. <laughs> because here's the thing, like when you go and you have like, you go for one sitting, if you are like a diehard crawfish fan, like Adam and myself and you and Nick, you don't do like less than five pounds. So that's already like a hundred, you're spending a hundred bucks basically on yeah. five pounds of crawfish. That's not drinks, not included. And also like when you eat crawfish, like, yes, that's how like, you're like five pounds. Oh my God, that's a lot. You, it's eat one-tenth yeah. of each crawfish. Like, it yeah. does not add up to yeah. a lot of meat that you're eating. So when we found that out, we were like, oh, my God, fuck this. We're not going to get crawfish. We're just going to, like, plan a trip to Louisiana, go see Adam's, like, sister and uh, Adam's brother-in-law, and we'll just get crawfish then. Well, this weekend, my parents wanted to get brunch, and they're like, where should we go? Allegra mentioned crawfish the other day, and I was like, oh, damn, like, this is our opportunity. You got to take advantage. <laughs> the parents are going to take us out for breakfast, you know? So we went, um, granted, we got 10 pounds, so we did split it with them. We, we ended up picking up the check. But... Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so nice of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. I mean, It honestly... was delicious, though, and it was like... Sometimes at the beginning of the season, the crawfish are so small, but they were ripe and plentiful. I got some big boys that were like the size of my hand. Ooh. So yeah, I feel like there's something so special about. I know we talked a few weeks about your first crawfish season. of the season. Like mm. Nick and I are going to New Orleans in a few weeks for an Olivia Rodrigo concert. And the one thing I was like, Nick, when we are in New Orleans, we have to get crawfish because I want to pay. Louisiana prices. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to go out of our way. Like you guys are going to go to Lake Charles or something to go get crawfish. Like, well, we're probably just going to like loop it into a trip to like see his family. You know? Right. But, Which yeah. is much easier because like 
It's five hours. It's not that bad. That's not that terrible. Yeah. But like, I don't want to go to New Orleans just, just for, crawfish. for that. But like, because we're going. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. I asked you for your seats. Oh, I'll have to ask Jaden. Because I want to oh, look come? at, I want to look because. Oh, okay. I can't make it to the Austin show, I realize, so. Are you going to be out of town? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, well, I'll send you our seats. I actually don't know. I'll text Jaden right after we're done Jayden, recording. Jaden, if you're you. listening right now, we're text us. <laughs> um, no, I'll have to ask Jaden what our seats are. I, okay. Or actually, maybe I'll just go through our text and it'll, it'll be there. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to be there for such a... We, Nick and I fly in Thursday night. We land at like 10 p.m. The show is Saturday. We leave Sunday at 10 a.m. See, I figured I would do like the same thing. I have some... Um, Southwest points accrued, so I'm okay, like, yeah, maybe we'll see. Maybe I really want to see Olivia. Anyway, she's good because Jaden and I saw her when she was in Austin. What was that two years ago? It was it was the same weekend as the uh, the crawfish festival that you put on, and it was she was so good. I know, I really she's so here. she's so baby. I know, but her voice is so amazing. Yeah, I love her. I'm excited. I'm excited. But I will let you know what yeah. our seats are after the, we're done with this. Um, what is your cheers? My cheers was today, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My cheers was today. And just, like, getting to do some of my favorite things and getting to hang out with some of my favorite people. And, like... Favorite things, favorite people. One of my favorite things to do is, like, try... I'm... I... <laughs> it's funny. I, like, hate going out for cocktails because there's something about, like, paying $19 for <laughs> an old-fashioned that I can make myself that, like hurts me because like fine yeah but today like we went to like great restaurants I like I love the experience of trying a new place with friends yeah and I got to do that today I got to try two new places today with people I really care about it's so funny there was one time I feel like when we were this was maybe like a year or so ago and we were like texting about like going out and I'm like I just want a place that feels like us drinking Mm. in our living room but that's not our living room it's like i remember this it's out in public and it has good parking but you want the thing is you want to see and be seen yeah i do maybe not you i want to like wear a cute outfit yeah show off my cute outfit and see other people the vibes of like being at home like i don't want to spend like an absurd amount of money for a glass of wine i think you would love marlo bar marlo bar Mm -hmm. have i not Mm-mm. Oh, it's so cute. It's where is it on? It's at the very beginning of Dirty, across from the original Easy Tiger. Okay. And it's like seventies, very okay. vibey themed. Um, I told you about Bee's Knees, right? The like fifties kind of grandma themed bar on um, Noasis by Oh no, I've never by been Ranch Six One Six. No. We need to go there. Okay, let's go there. Yeah. Marlow Bar and Bee's Knees. That's where we need to go. That's what we need to go. Like, like, I, I just like, I like, I love being out. Yeah. I like getting dressed up and like doing the whole. Doing but the I also spending. don't like spending money. No, I hate spending money. Yeah. I would much rather buy a forty-five dollar of wa- bottle of wine and drink it at my house. Yeah. Than go out and spend a hundred and. One time I spent thirty dollars on a single glass of wine, and I was like, "Are you, are you high?" No. Those are yeah. That's I, I think I was bamboozled into that one, but <laughs> you know what? That's I mean, I've gonna, done it too. I got like a $48 of Stag's Leap wine this weekend. A glass? For $48? Yeah. Where? In San Diego. 
I just dislocated my jaw. What? <laughs> that is absurd. That's absurd. Uh, I mean, was it worth I it? I didn't pay with my personal cards. Oh, that's fine. Then I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good business investment. <laughs> and I sipped it slowly. So that's, it was like I the just, only drink I had at dinner. So. I have gone to really, we've, we have been to wineries, not together, but like we've been to wineries. Nope. I've, it's the markups at restaurants that kills me. I would rather go to a beautiful wine store and spend like I said, like spend $50 on a nice mm. bottle of natural yeah. wine where I know the backstory. It doesn't even have restaurant. to be natural. I'll I, try spend... and, I try and prioritize natural. There's a lot of, ad- I really want to get like a wine expert on the podcast mm-hmm. because there's a lot of ingredients that can't, because there are no you, ingredient labels. You need to fly out to Napa when I'm there for work. I want we to need so to, badly. We need to arrange one of the winery owners and makers. Can we do that for this? I know that you're doing a whole Disney trip when you go this. We could do it in November. Can we do it in the fall? Yeah. Okay, done. Done, yeah. done, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done, done, done. Maybe at Trefethen's, my favorite winery. Done. So done. Women, women run right now. Love it. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so this is what we're drinking. This is what we were drinking too. We are going to talk about friendship. And this is, I will say, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, and like Ali mentioned, I think this will be um, a series. Maybe at least the next episode, maybe the next two episodes. But I have been wanting to do this, and I've been very vocal, maybe about wanting to do this because I personally, in my thirties, I feel like I woke up one day and I was like looking around, and I saw my boyfriend, my partner, who has these great, amazing solid group of friends. I like looked at my mom who has friends that she's had since she was in high school. And even just like, I don't know, there's so many people around me. I felt like I had such deep, resonant friendships. And I looked at myself and I was like, I, I have good friends. I have friends that I really, really love and appreciate and care for. But like, am I doing something wrong that I don't have this like roster of friends the way that I see other people having it. And that was something I really wanted to talk about on the podcast because like maybe maybe it's not just me. Maybe I'm not no, the only one yeah. who feels this way. Um, so I think part of today was like we want to talk about just like making friends and how to be a good friend. And, and through the series, like something I want to touch on is like friendship breakups. I know that you've been really lucky and you've never experienced that sort of that sort well, of like I've have to like a degree but not to not like a breakup like a relationship breakup I've you had know, I've had friendship breakups that were like worse than that were worse yeah that were worse yeah. than like a relationship breakup yeah. um so that's something I want to explore in our next few episodes and just like how to it's just how such to do a, a, good ro- a ro- there's so many different facets of friendship I mean it's comes down, there's different types of friends that you have. There's, you know, the ways that you show up in a friendship, um, ways that you expect your friends to show up for you. And then, yeah, it's like, friendship's like a river, like ebbs and flows, like with each person, you know, that you have. And I feel like, honestly, friendships are a relationship, just like we think of romantic relationships. And we, I think we prioritize in our society, like, romantic dates with our partner and like making sure that you're prioritizing your romantic partner but like 
why would you not do the same thing to your friends who are sometimes there before and after a relationship ends, like a romantic relationship ends. But I will say, I think the best friendships are the ones that seem to like, and I know this sounds so cheesy, but like stand the test of time and like don't require, almost like they don't require the same maintenance as a relationship. If I went weeks without talking to my significant other, that's not a relationship. We would not be together. But I still very much feel like I have a, um, I have friends that don't live in Austin or that currently are living elsewhere, but still have a home here. I don't talk to them every week. I don't talk to them every two weeks. But when we do get together, it's like, no time has passed. Yeah. We are able to reconnect. We still have a lot of love in our hearts for each other. So it's just, they're just different in that way. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally agree. Like one of my, my best friend from high school, we talk <laughs> once a year sometimes. Yeah. But like, I love him. Like he yeah. is, he is my best friend. If somebody asked me who my best friend was, I would say that person. Really? Yeah. Can you and say we, me? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, who? I would say I would say Bernard. Bernard, like Bernard and I have been in each other's lives since we were like thirteen, huh. and we have just like I think we've seen each other. Like he was my first roommate when I moved to Austin, and we have seen each other through so much. And like I, I don't talk to him for months. You'd still say that he is your best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I could come to him with anything, and he wouldn't judge me. You think I would judge you? I think there are some things that you would be like, really, Taylor? I think you would. I don't think I would judge you, but I would maybe say, like, just like you would to me, like, you sure about that? You sure sure about that? No, I don't know. I think maybe it's just like, maybe it's more history than anything else. You win. I think I have a podcast with you, but you win. I mean, you you (laughs) see me significantly more often. Bernard, I have not You're seen like Bernard. You're like the first person I like, well, besides Adam, oh, no. that I want to text about Oh, same. Oh. But like, I would still say, like, I think Bernard, <laughs> I think he is my, like. He's like your soulmate. Yeah, maybe that's, he's like my soul friend, where like, I know that I can always come yeah. to him. But like, I'm, I would text you. I text you significantly more than I would text. Like, I'm not gonna, if I got stuck What's in traffic. What's the definition I, of a best friend? That's a great question. What, what? I, I don't know. I think that I, I don't throw around the, the, the phrase word, whatever, best friend lightly. Yeah. Um, I think looking up the Miriam yeah, Webster no, look up the, the actual definition. I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question. What is, okay. Let me think about my definition of a best friend. My definition of best friend is somebody who you feel you can come to in any circumstance and like they wouldn't judge you. And like, you feel like you can be your honest, true, authentic self with them. And that you, I think the difference between a friend and a best friend is if they see you for who you are. I think I have, I have friends who like see a side of me, but maybe they don't see all of me. And I think your best friend sees all of you. Yeah. What is your definition of best friend? Before we get into Merriam-Webster's. Well, first of all, can I say Merriam-Webster's? Yeah, let's say it's, it. it's boring as fuck. A it's person's a closest and dearest friend. What does that mean? <laughs> so, what? A person's closest and dearest friend. 
Okay. So for me, a best friend is someone, I mean, I think how you said it actually is like, it nails it. It's like someone who like knows you and accepts you for who you are, who is there for your, you like in your time of need, who loves being around you in the good times and loves even more being there for you in the bad times and like isn't scared of you know you at your worst level and isn't scared to be honest with you I think that's also the other yeah I think a friend will tell you what what you want to hear yeah Yeah. and a best friend will tell you what you need to hear yeah and I will say I think that I I don't know maybe this goes into my whole friendship backstory and like how I view friendship as a whole, but I was raised with the idea that there is no such thing as best friends, hmm. that everybody is out for themselves and that somebody will say that you're their best friend, but like think about themselves more at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that has really uh, colored how I look at friendships in general. I think that for, that's something, that's like some baggage maybe is the best way of saying it. Like that's something I've brought to my friendships a lot. And I, Mm. I don't know. I think I've internalized that phrase. Like there's no such thing as a best friend. Yeah. Which has been really something that I've worked really hard to move past. Interesting. Mm -hmm. See, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like I feel like it's hard for me to pick just one person as my best friend. So I have, I feel like I have several best friends and I don't have any like just regular friends. I, I go yeah. from best friend to like acquaintance. acquaintance. Yeah. Or like, I guess like work friend, you know, I, that was something we were said we might want to talk about is like the different types of friends that you have. Like there's like your inner circle who's like your the people that like, if you're going to an intimate dinner, you want them to be around. If you're doing like your birthday, birthday dinner, your birthday dinner, you want them to be there. You want um, them to be around you. Or even like when you start to think through about like, I know, I know you said you're not going to like do bridesmaids for a wedding, but a lot of women, when they think about their best friends, they think about like, who would they have as their bridesmaids? And honestly, maybe that's why I've never wanted bridesmaids. Cause I was raised, like I was told that there are no such things as best friends. So, like, maybe that's, like, something that's just seeped Mm. into... Mm. Yeah. We're going to unpack that. We're going to... I'm sure we have a lot to unpack there. And I think another thing, like, personally about me and friendship, I was raised... And I I don't actually know if this has ever come up on the podcast before, but I was raised in a military family. So I have spent my entire life moving. Like, I moved every three Mm. to four years. Yeah. So I never You never developed, like, those, like good friendships with your like with my peers when you're growing up childhood friends like and I this is something that I have been very vulnerable vulnerable about with like Nick or like previous who I had considered my best friend in the past and I was like I don't know this is very vulnerable so like maybe this is weird to say on the podcast but like I was like I don't know if I know how to be a good friend because I've always left like your first three years are still like you becoming a friend with somebody. Like how much do you really know a person in the first three years sometimes? Mm -hmm. And I was left after that. So I've never had to deal with like the messiness of friendship 
until I became, until I moved to Austin and was living yeah. on my own and an adult. Yeah. And I think that's been something that's been like very challenging because other people have that experience of like knowing the same person since they were three. Yeah. I don't know though. I mean, so when you think about it that way, like my first friend, best friend is my sister. But I also, would you ever, at would the end you of the consider day, Corey your best friend? I or consider her my sister. Yeah. Like that's like, that's deeper than a friend. That's like, like you, I... can, you can hate each other, but at the end of the day, you're family and you're stuck yeah. with each other for the rest of your life. So yes, I, I consider her to be the bestest of best friends because she is blood and we are related and we can't get rid of each other. And we're, we shared DNA. You literally have the same, do you have the same DNA? Something like that. I don't actually know how twins work. We could do a science lesson, but I don't <laughs> That's feel not this like... episode. That's a future that's, episode. That's <laughs> we actually have that. We had that episode with Corey. We did. We'll have another one. We'll have to get like a scientist know, on board. Yeah. Um, okay, well, but, sorry, go ahead. But outside of that, like, I can pinpoint several childhood friends um, from elementary school, middle school, high school that, yes, I would call them friends, but I wouldn't call them best friends. And I certainly wouldn't like, they wouldn't be in my future wedding. Like mm -hmm. we just, we don't stay in touch. We're at different stages of our lives. We like, you know, live in different cities. Yeah. And I never, there are some people who like in their wedding party or in their close inner circle, they're like people who like, we were best friends in diapers when we were three. I'm like, no, I don't. I was a different person when I was three. What? Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> well, like what? As you've become more adult, as you've become an adult, yeah. and like now that you're like solidly in your thirties, like how do you make friends? Not even best friends, but like how do you make friends? Because I think that was like the biggest. I that think was... that's that's such a hard question, though. Like, is it? I, I don't... If you were to move into a new city oh. tomorrow, how would you make a friend? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? I would be a hermit. A shell of a human. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but like, I would like to think that like through my job, I think through work is where how you meet several, at least initial starter friendships. You know, yeah. like you have someone you can relate to, you can talk to, you can like work with them all day and then go get a drink afterwards, you know? Um, neighbors, I feel like tend to sometimes be not, not for me, but I'm just thinking of, oh, like, I'm asking for you. I, well, if I'm I, asking for a leg moving? revenge, I'm moving to London. Let's just like use that as an example. Yeah. Say you move to London next week. How would you make friends? I would say my job. I would say neighbors. I would probably at that point go talk to my neighbors because I wouldn't know anyone. Have you ever talked to your, you talk to your neighbors here no, in Austin? No, but I wouldn't need to. I, I have you guys. I have my friends here in Austin. Okay. So I don't like feel the need to like talk to my neighbors. Okay. Although I wish, I kind of wish I did. Actually, when we first moved into this house, backstory. Our neighbors brought us over cookies and a little card with their information on it. And I fucking lost it. Um, and now they think you hate them. Yes. They think you hate them. They do because I never like gave them my information or texted them. Oh yeah. They think you hate them. I say hi to them every time I see them, but it's not often because we're not really like, outside. And then I'm like, I think it's too late for me it's to be late. like, here's a no, you can bottle do it at, like, of Christmas. Wine. 
Christmas is gone. Well, it was just Christmas. I know, but we're in February now. Well, yeah, you fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. I don't know. I feel like because I Because moved... they seem cool. They got a puppy and we see them in the backyard and we like wave. I feel like we just need to like invite them over for like Invite them over for drinks. And drinks. And because grilling. I like, I was like, you, your neighbors are your friends. But like, honestly, we have invited our neighbors over yeah. for like drinks. If I was stuff. moving to a new place where I did not know a single person, those are the two areas I would start with work and neighbors. I'm not going to like go download, no offense to anyone that has done this, but Bumble BFF or something like that. Like I do know people who have met good friends through Bumble BFF. Good for them. And I love that for them. And I... Mm. I wasn't, I didn't even find my partner through Bumble. So like, I, I don't think no, I- I found mine through Hinge. I don't think I know how to- Bumble? I don't think I know how to dating app. Yeah, well. I think I'm too uh, much sometimes for that. I mean, it's hard to put your whole personality in a couple words. That's the problem. I think, and I mean, I've moved around a fair amount. Yeah. Like when I moved here, and I think that maybe that's, maybe that's one of the big differences. Like you are from Austin. Yeah. Like people have always come but into your circle. my friends now are not. are not the friends that I had growing no. up. But like you always felt stable that you were like, at least I know this place. Yeah. Um, and we I, talked about this a little bit when we had Alex on the podcast at the beginning you know, of- No, I met her through work. January. I met- let, let me just look at that. Like, so out of my friendships, like we'll go into our story, but my friend Alex from work, my other friend Alex was through a relationship. Um, my friend Alexis was through, um, I, I met a, a, a group at South by Southwest, just like out and about. And when I moved back to Austin, they like invited me to hang out with them. And I just met friends through them. Can I say of that one, that's the most 20s. Yeah. I'm just, I want to go into that, but like that's the most 20s relationship building ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like meeting someone out mm -hmm. and then them being like, come hang out. And mm -hmm. then you would, you did it. You would do it. And then um, Mary was the same way. And that's kind of my core friend group. My friend group I'm is, sure not missing anyone, if I was to move tomorrow, and I've thought about this a lot, actually, like how I would make friends in a new city. Work is where my, the majority of my friends have come from. Yeah. And I will say, I feel, I love working remotely. I think it's great. I think it like gives me so much more freedom in my life. But one of the biggest things you miss out on when you work remotely is creating relationships. Yeah. And I think that is a very, and I feel really bad for Gen Z particularly, like not to be like ageist, I'm good. Not to be ageist, but like they graduated college remotely. They are working remotely. Mm -hmm. And like you just don't make those same sort of, you don't know how to interact with humans the same way. Yeah. Um, but work is the biggest way I would make friends. And I love my office environment. I have many people that I work with that I would say are friends. I wouldn't call them best friends except for Alex because she and I have seen each other at our... Mm -hmm. best and worst moments even in the past you know year or so two years that we've been friends but the others like they're all people like I would invite them to a birthday party I would want to spend time with them outside of work so yeah but work my some of my best friends to this day have come from work um and the second place my friends have come from is through I used to do CrossFit and I was very mm. into CrossFit mm -hmm. and hobbies my friend and I I say to this day, if I were to move, I would join a yoga studio or I would probably join mm. a CrossFit gym 
because my friends came from CrossFit. They didn't come from yoga. They didn't come from like Pilates. I have lifelong friends who have gone to their weddings and like gone to like met their babies, like gone to baby showers because of CrossFit. Um, And like say what you will about CrossFit. I have a lot of things to say about CrossFit, but like the community aspect of it was amazing. And I think that's something that we, and like going back to what you were saying, like how you have met great friends from just like, you met them out. You met them like in a group. But we had a shared interest at the time. Like I was young in my twenties. We loved going to concerts together. We would go out to shows. We would go out downtown. Those are not like, I would not be able to meet those same people now because I'm like. That's the thing. I think like making friends in your thirties is so hard because like so much of your friends when you're younger or like coming from work, we all work remote now in our thirties. Yeah. Just going to a show. I've met like a lot of people at shows that I'm like, we should be friends. But like, I don't go to the same amount of shows as I used to. And I think that like making friends in your thirties is like. It's really hard. It's fucking hard. Yeah. So if I were to move to another country, it would be. Yeah, I would probably lean on, like, I would probably lean on neighbors and work friends, and then I think an activity or a hobby like that is actually really smart. Like, go do something that you enjoy doing and befriend the people that are also doing that, because the chances that they also have other things in common with you is pretty high. Like, if I'm going to a yoga class on a Friday night, the kind of people who are at yoga on a Friday night yeah. are people that I want to be friends or with. Or like a cooking class or yeah. things like that. And just like the hardest part for me, I think, is just like initiating conversation. How are you? Do you think you're... I think... Okay. I feel like that was six thoughts in my head. Uh, I think that you are really good at making friends. I feel like whenever we talk, you're like, oh, my friend, blah, 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 blah. Like, I just made huh. this friend. How do you do that? Um... Well, it's hard. I will say I'm not the best at just like going up to a stranger and being like, hi, I'm Allegra, blah, 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 blah. Like if I'm in a situation with someone that I don't know and we're going through something together, which I feel like, again, like half of the times these new friends I meet are through like a work situation or, oh, they are, they work at a vendor that I use and, you know, our friendship grows from there. But having like a standalone cold call conversation. I mean, generally it's like if I'm with a stranger and something awkward happens and I'm like, well, that was weird. And then we just start like talking like at the airport. I was at the airport and I was flying home and I started talking to this woman that was like in line with me to get coffee because, uh, they like mixed up our orders and, very pleasant, but I also was like, okay, bye, see you never, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I. It's hard. I think I'm great at small talk. Maybe, again, this is a, a symptom of moving so much, but I'm great at. I can talk to anybody. Yeah. But I don't know that I'm always great at making a conversation go to like a friendship. Yeah. But I think the friendships, like the one I think that you're thinking about in particular was a gal that... It wasn't wasn't about her. It was just in general. I think that you... I Not even about this one individual that you're thinking about. I think that you are just... I don't know. I feel like every time we, like, have a birthday thing or something, you're like, oh, my friend. And, like, I've never heard of this person (laughs) in my life. Like, oh, yeah. I've, like, known them for X, Y, Z. I'm like, what? (laughs) But generally when it comes to, like, people I meet through work, it's like we've been through some shit. We've, like, been with each other for... 
12 hours on a single day, all of a sudden, I know more about this person than I ever intended to know. And, and now I, they're a friend. I think that's really, we were talking earlier <laughs> about like how we have like different levels yeah. of friendship and then there's your work friends. And yeah. I think sometimes it's weird. Like your work friends are almost your like, are a special breed of friend because they're like yeah. your truest friend because they see you in your worst states. Yeah. But also you like don't talk to them outside of work. Like I have one work friend who, I mean, she comes over every once in a while. We like, we do do things together one-on-one outside of work, but like she is my ride or die work friend and we won't talk for, we'll talk once a week at work, but like <laughs> she knows everything about me or even like Nick and I met at work because we were work friends and my work yeah. friends knew me. This is when we were in the office five days a week. They see you at your absolute fucking worst and then somehow they like are still on board. Yeah. It's weird. Well, and like, I think, I don't know, in, in my work field event production, it's like, yes, you have calls, you have meetings, you work the nine to five, but then there are the event days when you are literally, you're sharing hotel rooms, you are sharing meals together, you're there together for like 12, 15 hours together at a time and you like learn to just like love each other or not i yeah. mean there are some we joke like we're like we're trauma bonded like we yeah. went through some shit we had some shit happen and now we just have you exist ever together. been set up on like a friendship blind date before Never. or like met friends through friends of friends um no. Like the like the, the friends, like the middleman wasn't there, but you're like, oh, you know Bloody Blah? I know Bloody Blah. Like, let's hang out. Have you ever experienced that? Hmm. I usually have the other person there. I have. And I've like spent I don't know, maybe again, you like being in Austin, like from Austin, you like get to have more of that. Yeah. And I feel like as a transplant into Austin and knowing other transplants into Austin, like there's usually some sort of uh connection there yeah and I feel like I've had several friendship line dates for lack of a better word or we met out kind of like how you do in your 20s like you meet out and then you're like oh like maybe we can be friends and you like go to dinner together and I try and be careful with that though because and and maybe this is like thinking too much about it but there are some people that like get overly sensitive about like well, this is my friend and this is my friend and now mm. you guys are hanging out together without me. Like, and it doesn't feel good. So mm. I usually like try to be inclusive of the person that introduced us or have a conversation with them. Like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with this person. Like, that's cool. Because I don't think anyone should be insecure and in thinking that like, it's not cool for you to not be included, but... I don't know. Sometimes there's just people that meet and connect and you're the facilitator and it leads to great things, even if you're not a part of it. But I do also know some people that are like very sensitive about that kind of I thing. Mean, maybe that goes into our next point because we want to talk, I mean, in this episode and next episode about maintaining friendship. Cause I think that could be yeah. a multi-part series just in and of itself. Yeah. But like, I guess I want to explore more about that sensitivity that other, that you sense other people feeling about that. Cause like, I guess I don't, I don't get it. Like if don't yeah. you want people, not you, obviously yeah. you, but like you, the general you want people to be friends. So it's weird that people would be like, 
possessive almost about that. I think the possessiveness that I've witnessed in other people has come not from not wanting people to be friends, but not wanting to be left out. Oh, okay. And so they're like, you know, I feel like it's even happened to me before where like I see people I know having going like doing stuff on Mm, social media mm -hmm. and then I'm like hey like where is my invite like I like to go and and do these things and I know all of these people like where was where was my text of being invited to the girls night dinner you know yeah it's just a, a matter of inclusion which can be hard like as you get older like sometimes you want to keep things small but also when, when there's social media involved, sometimes people might get their feelings hurt. Yeah, and I think, honestly, you and I talked about this recently where like I have a milestone birthday coming up. I'm turning 35 this year. And I'm like, I want to include some people, but like other people are just like not, which is, I mean, maybe that's the preview to a future episode about like talking about like letting friendships go, but there are other people who just like aren't as close to me yeah. and that I don't want to necessarily celebrate that milestone with. And it's really tricky so to you don't figure want, out how you to don't do want that to in hurt a rude feelings, way. Yeah. But you also like, it's your special day. It's your, your thing that you're planning. Um, yeah, it can yeah. be a tricky thing. Um, as much as you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, you just, you can't always be like inclusive of everyone and their and their friends and their moms and everybody, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, going back to our, our topic of like starting and maintaining friendships in your thirties, like what is the biggest thing that you found as like a, an unlock or a secret to like go from starting a friendship to like maintaining that friendship? Does that make sense? Cause I think there's a, like, I think that we have all started friendships and like maybe they've fizzled out for like, xyz reasons but like how do you go from like a the spark to like this is who i want in my life yeah that's a good question i think for me it comes down to like staying in touch uh constantly like checking on in on that person even if they're not like reciprocating but like just like, like, yeah, like a text, like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Like, do you want to go do this? I remember you said that you like to do yoga. Like I was thinking about doing a yoga class. Like, do, do you, you want to, that's been different in your, cause I feel like, and I feel like maybe I'm just asking you what I think about in my yeah. head, but like in my twenties, it was easy to be like, Oh, what are you up to this weekend? Cause yeah, like we were out, always like, out. Yeah, yeah. We were always like, Oh, or I'm going to X, Y, Z. I went to barbs and then sidebar and then like blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I feel like it's different in my 30s, like, now that we are, A, not going out as much, and B, like, for the most part, have, like, established relationships that maybe yeah. you, like, spend more, like, like, romantic partnerships that you're spending more time with. It's, like, harder to ch- to be that check-in person than yeah. it was when I was, like, 26. How do you balance that? Well... But I think that comes down to like the, that was the question that you had just asked, like what takes it to the next level? Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people I meet nowadays that I'm like, oh, I really like that person. And maybe we'll have dinner or lunch once 
a month or once every other month, but it doesn't ever really progress past that. Yeah. For me, like the progression comes from like your vulnerable moments, mm. whether you're one of y'all, you're together and one of y'all experiences some sort of thing that happens that like puts you not as your like bubbly, outgoing personality and it's a little bit more real. Or you ask someone for advice because you're going through something and they can relate or they you can bond over something. You know, the, those friendships are more than just meals out and drinks out and like the outings. Yeah. They're the more like, oh, we can it's like stay Indians. in and like do face masks and like just talk. Yeah. The more you talk to someone is the more that you really will get to connect with them on a deeper level. Yeah, I think that's that's so spot on. And I think that's that very much mirrors my experience. And I think I'm like going through like my roster of friends, kind of like how you were earlier. Yeah. I'm like, who was my newest <laughs> friend? And like, how do we become friends? Yeah. And I think it was just like those moments of vulnerability mm -hmm. where you're even it's something like so silly like I I mean if you listen to the podcast you know if you are following along on who we are as people I'm like so woo and I love like random weird esoteric shit so if I'm like <laughs> oh my god like the full moon is coming up I can't wait to like do x y and z on the full moon if I say that in passing and somebody else like picks up on it and like we are able to be more vulnerable about that like yeah. More uh, maybe esoteric you make plans to us. do something together on that time of you know that the the moon that you're talking about. I feel like that would take you one step further to being yeah. like a closer friendship. And I think about like my newest friendship was a gal that I met through work, Alex, who was on our podcast a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But what happened was she was new. She was in town, and I said, "She's like, I don't know anyone." but I want to, like, I'm, in, I'm here through the weekend. And so we went out, we spent a whole weekend together. And because of that, we got really drunk together. We were hungover, hung, hanging out together. Yeah. Uh, by the last day, we were like hanging out at Soho House, just hungover, sitting next to each other on our phones, not even talking, but it was still like a comforting feeling of like, being around this person that you've yeah. like been around the whole weekend and With that's that how I knew we just like we're gonna be great friends let's talk about how we became friends yeah. I want to hear I want to hear your side of the story and I want to hear my side of the story so <laughs> I, I would I, I don't think we've ever talked about this like how yeah. we are different I mean I think we've I think we've talked a little bit about like to the listeners on like how we became friends like, like how we more met so, like my ex-boyfriend was really good friends with one of your friends my best, friends. best friend at the time so we again when we talk about friendship breakups in depth like we will dive into that but like yeah yeah and it's so weird to me because like it honestly to me it's like kind of a blur of Same. like the day we met and how it progressed because it feels like to me like we've been friends like my whole life, even though that's oh, not the case. I love that. But I mean, it must have been around 2000, 
16. Probably. That sounds Max right. Max and I broke up in 2018, so. I had been friends with you guys before that. 2015? No. Oh. It, it might, actually, it might have been 2015 that like we Like the met. end of 2015? We might have met in, well, you tell your side and then I went okay. tell. So my thought is how we met was at a concert because typically around that time, when I was dating Max, I was meeting a lot of new people and a lot of the time it was like, we would go to concerts together. That's what I'm assuming happened. But then we kind of started bonding when we hung out more as a group, like the f four of us. Yeah. So I- Again, not going to, con maybe co going to concerts, but also, um, we started doing Game of Thrones watch parties mm -hmm. at Max and I's apartment. I feel like you guys did CrossFit together, right? Or no? Was Max a part of your CrossFit gang? He was not, but we knew enough people in common. Yeah. So like we like, I don't think I'd ever seen. So I, okay, what's I your went, story? What okay. is, what's your? So I, I don't remember the first time I ever met you. Yeah. But I remember like one of the second or third times I met you, we were out, we were on the east side. It was a group of us. Okay. And were we at a concert? Or no, was it, just it was like, out? it was the middle of the day. Oh, it was like, uh, middle like of the day. Dan and I were there. It must've been like a Sunday fun day. Like okay. it was light outside. I remember yeah. And we were like next to revelry for people who are in Austin. Okay. We were next to revelry. Yeah. And I remember being like, we were like trying to decide. I don't remember like this is the moment that I remember, but like we had come from somewhere all together, like as a group all together. Yeah, okay. And we were going, we were like trying to decide what our next move was. Mm -hmm. And we were like trying to decide where to eat, but you mm -hmm. like kept shooting down every <laughs> option. And I remember getting like this fucking bitch. Like if you care so much, you fucking decide then. And Arlo being like, don't chill out. <laughs> and I remember this, dis I can tell you, I remember this distinctly. That was one of the first times that I remember like interact. I'd met you before. I was, that was probably like, my first time. so hangry probably. about you. Now that I know you, I'm like, get it. Yeah. And then another time was like, we had gone to. God. We were at like not a Colin's person. house. Okay. And you had just had an event. So you had a bunch of leftover alcohol, alcohol and we were sat outside at Colin's house. And it was like you, me, I don't even think, I get, Dan must've been there. Dan, Max, it was like, five or seven of us. And we just like sat outside at Colin's house, like Drinking. hanging out. And then I just looked at my phone. Was and I our, more enjoyable at that point? You were much more enjoyable <laughs> at that point. Which much more enjoyable. Which he wasn't hangry and angry um, at the But point. my first picture of us together is 27, August of 2017. God. And then. There's but, no way that that's the but first this, one. But it can't be, because this is my first memory of us hanging out solo. Because Galant. These are the same nights. Yes, yeah. but I don't, that's why I don't know what, what's going on here. Yeah. But something, this is our, I don't know why, they're all on like different dates. Oh, yeah. But our yeah. first time ever solo hanging out, and it was because of me, we had hung out in a group before. Yeah. And there was a Galantis show. Yeah. And we we're like, oh, we want to go to Galantis, but like nobody else does. So you and I and your sister went to a Galantis Concert. show together. And that was my, that's my first memory of us hanging out one-on-one. -on -one. And I will say, I remember being like taken aback that you like, cause we hadn't hung out enough as a group that I was like, 
I thought would validate you wanting to hang out with me. And I remember being like so shooketh that I wanted to... that you like wanted to hang on hang out one on one. Dude, I think that's the first. Is that the first picture you have of us? But it's weird. That was from that Thanksgiving concert. It was. Because by January fifteenth, you were out. We were Max and I were broken up. But like it must. And then we started going to other concerts together. All of our first pictures are. Co- <laughs> <laughs> what show is that? Hot boy. Remember we had those great seats oh, we had at the great Frank seats. Irwin Center. Um, but yeah, my first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my first memory, like one-on-one memories of us are at shows. Yeah, me too. And I think that's what we really bonded over was yeah. our, our love of music and the type of music that we listen to. We both love pop punk. We love EDM. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like our building blocks. Festivals. I, festivals. And I think that's like my, maybe that's my takeaway if like you're listening and you're like, I don't know how to make new friends is like find... I don't, I don't know. I, you I've might been also, there. You might also meet someone and hate them the minute you meet I them. I didn't hate you. I didn't hate you. You might not like them. I was just, much. it wasn't even like I didn't like you. I was just like, why is she so upset about these restaurants? No, I'm kind of like that though. I, I am too. I, as I get older, I am more particular. Like Alex from work was like, you ignored me. You straight up ignored me for two oh. days at the office. And then I finally came over and introduced myself. And then we were friends after that. I think that's also maybe an introvert versus an extrovert. Yeah. Because I am very extrovert. I also hate change. So I'm like, who is this new person at my office? And it's probably like, who's this new person in my friend group that like is hanging out with like my boyfriend? Like, who yeah. is this person? Yeah. And like, that's yeah. a valid feeling. And I will say to you, listener, like... Don't discount that person. No. I don't think you need, like, if you, there's a new rando in your friend group, like, don't, like, you don't have to be best friends with them But also, like, listen to your gut, because sometimes if, like, you get some, like, warning flags on someone, which I listen. feel like that could be a whole other episode. That's, that's part of our, like, the red green flag. and the red flags. We're going to have a red flags episode. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, just listen, like, maybe if you find one thing that you have in common, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the vulnerability of, like, oh, I love woo-woo new moon shit, and you're like... Yeah. We loved concerts. Like, take a risk. Be willing to just, like, put yourself out there and be like, oh, hey, you like the full moon stuff. I like full moon stuff. Like, would you want to get together and, like, do a full moon thing? Or, like, yeah. how we were like, oh, we both love Galantis. Like, let's just. And now we both love wine. Like, if I met someone that was like, I want to learn more about wine. I want to do this wine tasting. You want to come with me? I'd be like, yeah. Absolutely. Like, right. find something that you're already interested in. So it's not like, it's not a stretch for you. Yeah. Do something that you are still comfortable in. That would be my, yeah. like, biggest, like, takeaway. Um, but going back to, like, how we met, that, I think that's my story. Like, we first met through our, my best friend at the time and your boyfriend at the time, just out together. Mm-hmm. We found something that we both loved, which was music and concerts and, like, going out. Yeah. So we, I think we just, like, our friend group kept, like, reconvening at yes. concerts and going out. And then I will say, like, as my relationship was ending and I was, like, looking more for, like, friends to do stuff with, you continuously were someone that, like, I would message or invite to a concert and you would show up and you would, and, like, it just grew from there. Yeah. And then that's my biggest piece of advice. Like, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to, like tell them your whole backstory immediately. But like our concert, like 
things that I thought that other people would not like. Like I loved fallout boy at a time when fallout boy was no yeah. longer cool and i was like you know what i'm going to own this and if you want to come come and we'll and have I a got great us time amazing tickets and we had amazing seats and like yeah. i think it's just like being open and honest about who you are and i think too like you saw like the the dissolution of my relationship it did and that's how i knew like you were you were a real one because you were like you were there for it and you were there for me. There was uh, several people that stood out as being there for me during that breakup that I just, our friendship grew from that, you know? So Mary was another one, you know? Yeah. She took me under her wing and was like, welcome to the single girl life. Here you go. Here we are. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Just, I don't know. I feel like we have so much more. We barely scratched the surface yeah. of like all there is so, about friendships. We're gonna and, like, continue this in next week. The next next episode. I want to talk. We're gonna talk about maintaining friendships and like how to like we talked a little bit about, like how to start and like create a new friendship, but like more now we're going into maintaining and also like the flags of like when you might need to end a friendship. Yeah, and I I know that like spoiler alert. You've never needed to have a friendship yeah. breakup, and I, I very much have, and I've gone want to hear your more uh, less jaded experience well, of that. And there's also like friendships that have ended just because relationships have ended. Sometimes yeah. when you're in a relationship, you you meet friends from your partner. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's more to come in future episodes, and I think that like. I don't know. I'm really excited to explore that. I think we might have a guest or two on to talk about some of their friendships. I have a really good friend who had to initiate a an explicit friendship breakup, and I would Ooh. love to get. Um, oh yeah, she should be on it. Their perspective on the podcast and just like how when you see so many red flags and like the same way you have to sometimes break up with a, a loved one and a partner, like the same is true for. Yeah. A, really, a friendship relationship and I really want her to come on and like I don't know I feel like that's something that I really needed before when I was looking for permission to sever ties yeah with somebody who was close to me um but yeah so that's the meat of our episode but uh Ellie <laughs> do you have any friendship related songs or are you just are you going normie song I'm going different songs. Because I don't have a friendship with Yeah, song, mine's so not. No. I did not think about that at um, all. My song of the week actually is after the Super Bowl, Beyonce basically announced that she's coming out with a country album. She did. So my song of the week is actually not one of her new songs, but it is her original country song that she, she put out. Song? She put it out like around the reputation. Oh, album. I had no idea. It's called Daddy Lessons. Oh. And it's her and the chicks. Oh, I didn't know that song existed. And it is fire emoji times a hundred. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I I will be the first, second, third only person to say. I'm like not the biggest Beyonce. Yeah, girly, I think like you told me that before. But I love when artists explore new or old apparently genres so i, I love like that a, pivot a lot of people are doing the country genre like lana is about to come out with a new is she? country album post malone's coming out oh with country posty album. is so country right now yeah so there's a couple people that are dipping that. their toes into the country waters 
All right. Um, my song of the week is also not nothing new, but so I will say, sorry, listeners, I was running late today, <laughs> showing up to my house. I had to <laughs> swing by my little brother's place and I let my happy hour run a little bit long. But as I was pulling into my garage, Allie was already here and I was blasting windows down volume at 10 uh blink 182 so my song of the week is all the small things i don't know out of, I was, out of volume 100 volume max i was maxing yeah, out like it was I, so loud i can't i walked in from the garage and Allie and nick were sitting on the couch and they're like was that loud enough for you could you have had it louder and i was like if it's the music's too loud you're too old but like also <laughs> i probably could have turned it down but it was so loud. I I like to blast my music. What can I say? How can you hear? What? <laughs> what did you say? I'm like that, <laughs> listeners. We're ending our episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that we're not gonna find a better note than that to end on. No. But tune in next week. We're gonna discuss more about Keep maintaining friendships. Um, the week after that is about the red flags and when you know that it is time to end a friendship. Um, as always, like, subscribe. We love being a part of your week. We are so grateful. Follow us on social at Everyday Bubbly Pod. That's the social <laughs> I was about to say dot com. Nope, like, not, 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 it. not dot com. Not it. But yeah. Hang out with us. I, we love being a part of your week. And let us know how you guys, like, initiate friendships. I think that's something that's so important. Yeah. And, like, also, what if you, you have any stories of breaking up with friends or in the past. Or where you've met friends. Where you've met friends. Are we not thinking of someplace? Do we need to go? Do we need to go out? Go out? And make new friends? All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>